All right, it's your boy Tommy V of Raw Sex, and we're going to jump right into it. And today we're just talking about people in your life that don't like you. These are the people who you consider friends or acquaintances. These Some of these people even follow you on Instagram. Now, before I go any further, I'm going to make a very serious disclaimer to men. Because I'm really getting sick and tired of you. One of the biggest female traits I'm starting to see growing amongst men is y'all submitting and tapping in with frequencies and energies that you don't like. Personally, that's a female trait. They say jealousy is a female trait. Jealousy is not a female trait. That's not a female trait. We were all made in the image of God. God is a jealous God. Okay? They say gossiping is a female trait. That's also not true. Men, men, men have been gossiping. When you technically look at what the art of gossiping is, because it's an art. <laughs> it's an art. People in general have been gossiping since the beginning of time. When you think about it, when you think about it, we wouldn't even have the Bible without gossiping. Well, who is that? What are, he, what are you guys talking about him for? Niggas sitting around telling you about this dude named Moses who lived... 40 years ago. A nigga sitting around telling you about this guy named Jesus who lived 40 years ago. They said, well, who's this Adam and Eve guy you keep talking about? Well, first of all, Eve's a girl. Sitting around talking about some niggas who lived 40 years ago. Right? Sorry, Jesus, for referring to you as a nigga. I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't mean for it to come off like that. The biggest female trait I see in men right now is following men going onto YouTube channels Following women, feminists, following people you don't like, tapping into energies you don't like. I can never sit up there and follow an Instagram page I don't like. Follow a nigga I don't like. Sitting there just following him, watching his stories, watching his page, liking everything or not liking anything at all. To me, first of all, if you follow somebody on Instagram and you have not liked any of their stuff, you're weird. That goes male and female. You are a weirdo. There's no if, ands, or buts about it. If you follow, I'm going to say this one more time, and if, I don't care who's hurt. I don't care about none of your rationalizations of it. If you follow people on Instagram and you don't like any of their things, but yet you're constantly always seeing them, you're constantly watching them, you might even know them in person. You might have known them from social media, but you've known them off of social media for years. I have people like that I've never met in real life, but we follow each other through page after page after page from from. From the MySpace days till now. We've been following each other for 10, 15 years. They might live in different states. I see what they're doing. I salute. They see what I'm doing and I, they salute. I've been fans and supporters of theirs for years. They've been fans and supporters of mine for years. If you, I'm going to say this one more time, especially if you notice people, and I, I hope I'm pissing somebody off. If you follow somebody on Instagram and you've never liked none of their shit, but you're always watching their shit, you're a weirdo. You're a lame. You're a goofy. You're a clown. You're corny. Straight up. That's a fact. You never shared nothing. You don't drop no comment. Why are you? But you always watching them videos, though. But it, it would kill you to drop a heart. I don't want to blow their head up, though. They're going to get arrogant. I don't want them to write me. So why are you following them on Instagram? You are the weirdo, not them. You're the weirdo. Not them. That's something women do a lot. But I'm starting to notice men doing it, too. Then I'm starting to 
see men follow, like, for example, you have Red Pill Brothers who go and follow feminist pay. Why are you following? Yo, I can see if somebody tag you. Yo, check this out. This bitch is crazy. You drop your little comment. Boom, boom, boom. You might even go back and forth in a debate, in a healthy debate, and then go on with your life. But why would you follow that? I had to stop following the shade room because I started to notice I don't like the shade room. I don't like the people on the shade room. I don't like the comments I see. I don't like the content they post. I don't like their bias, their gender bias, their racial bias. I don't like the shade room. So I refuse to follow the shade room. I don't care about none of that. I don't watch feminist videos on YouTube. Why would I want to attract that energy into my life? I don't, if I don't like, what the hell am I attracted to? Why I don't follow people on Instagram that truthfully, let's keep it real. I don't like them. They trigger me. Once you start to trigger certain things in me, especially like things that come from the more negative, um, low frequency vibrating version of myself, that's not the person you're talking to right now, the person you're listening to right now. I'm sorry, but you can call me petty, you can call me, but I have to unfollow you. It's not nothing personal. It's just you trigger me. It is what it is. I have I have some friends who refuse to follow me on Instagram. And I and I've grown to just understand that is what it is. When I call them, they pick up the phone. When they call me, I pick up the phone. We meet up, we hang out, we go eat together. I might sleep at their house. They might um ask me to go on trips with them. We do all kinds of stuff together, but when it comes to Instagram, we just stay off. We just we ain't gonna go there. We ain't even gonna Go there. I was talking to one other day. I'm like, hey, I don't even post stuff like that no more. Come on back. And she was just like, yeah, I'm good. And I, at first, I'm not going to lie. I was like, you know, how could you do that to me? Then I started thinking, like, it's okay. I don't need her on here. You know, I know for a fact if I send her some content, like something I need support on, she'll drop her little likes, she'll drop her little support, keep it moving. But she don't want, she don't want to follow me. She thinks I'm going to post some of the stuff I used to post where I used to post pic- videos of like mothers twerking on their children and I would go in on black women. I would go in. I'm not going to lie to you. If you follow this podcast, you can scroll down and you can hear some of my older podcasts before I started to morph a little bit and I was going in on y'all. I'm still going in and my foot is on, on your neck. My foot's on your neck until you do better. And then trust me, it's there out of love and disappointment. Love and disappointment. That's it. That's it. Call it what you want to want. Call it bashing, hating. I do more for more black women than a lot of black women. I've, I've fed and employed and, and um, more black women than a lot of black women over the years. That's a fact. That's a fact. That's why I have a large circle of black women around me. You think they don't see my Instagram posts? You think they don't listen to my podcast? You think they don't see my tweets? Oh, they do. And some of them have even came to me and be like, yo, why would you say that? Or why don't you say it like this next time? And I, that's why I've morphed it a little bit. And you guys, I don't go back and delete my old episodes. You can watch the progress. But I also got my foot on you niggas because you niggas is weird. And y'all starting, y'all starting to really piss me off. Because I've been, I've been defending you for a long time. That's you want to know. A lot of people want to know the roots. You want to, you guys want to hear a quick story time? You want to know the roots of why I started coming down hard on black women? Because growing up, after my mom moved us from the cab county to cab county, I started being around white girls a lot, and I didn't like them. I didn't like, I hated white girls. I hated their mentality. I didn't like how they dealt with problems and how they talked about people. And they were so just like, I didn't like them. And I would always use black women as a focal point. I'd be like, the stuff that white, y'all white girls do, black girls would never do that shit. You would never see a black girl acting like that in public. You would never see a black girl doing this. A lot of the stuff I used to hold black women to the standard of, like, they, they would never do this. They would never do that. 
they're now doing it and they're doing it in abundance. They're doing it all over the place. They're doing it all over the internet. They're doing it in, in very severe, crucial ways. They're doing it more than anybody else is doing it. But I'm here to tell you. So let's get to the real focal point of this particular episode because I'm hype. I'm on I'm on energy right now. I've been eating my kale. I've been eating my beets. Okay. I've been I've been I've been listening to you know my 963s. You know what I'm saying? I'm 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 feeling it. I'm lit. Let's go. I'm doing great. Uh, and it, and I thank God for all all glory give to God. All oh my God. Oh, let me tell you before we go any further, God can do it. You've been trying to do it by yourself for too long. Give it to God. Cast all your anxieties on him. Humble yourself. He will exalt you. Anyways, let me tell you something. Y'all ever seen somebody. Let me tell you guys something before I go any further. Let me tell you something. The mouth lies. The ears lies. The nose lies. Okay. Nipples lie. Elbows lie. Toes lie. But you want to know what doesn't lie? The eyes. The eyes the eyes never lie, okay? Y'all ever seen somebody look at you and you can just look in their eyes and tell that it's it's just you just frustrate them. No matter what they say, they congratulate you all they want on these fake congratulations, and they start to they chest start to move a certain way, their body language start to start to, they just they, they the, the hater in them is about to just burst out the bubble. They just they just, they're trying to compose it so bad because they don't want to give you that. They don't want to give that to you. They don't want to give you that reality. They don't want to give you that credit. But they they they, they don't want they don't want they don't want you to know that you control their life. They sit around, they think about you. They watch your page. They watch your videos. They watch you in real life. They they're intimidated by the way you walk with such confidence when you have your head held high. They've they left you for dead. They've gone behind your back and told people stuff about you. They've doubted you in their life. They've doubted you to other people and they're mad. They left you for dead and you came out alive. It pisses them off. You know what you are? You are a constant living and breathing reminder of all of their shortcomings and all of their lack of ambition. Because like I told somebody today, most people aren't quote unquote losers. When you see the 38 year old guy working at Wendy, he's not a loser. He just never played. You can't you can't be a loser if you never play. Now, this guy didn't go out there and really put it all out there and really try and never gave up. And it just didn't work because that usually, believe it or not, never happens. Most people, if you put it all out there, you put all your energy into one thing, you 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 patient, you stay humble, you you're open to learning, you're open to fixing things, going back and fixing things. It may take five years. It may take 10. For some people, it takes 20, 30, 40 years. Some people don't become millionaires that are 50 years old. Look it up. Some of your some of the biggest millions, they didn't they didn't touch a million dollars today with 40, 50 years old. Okay? But if you keep going, it's gonna happen. It's just gonna happen. Or God will eventually grab you and put you on the path you're supposed to be on. Okay, maybe you're going down the wrong path. Maybe you're trying to do something that's just not for you. That's that's not what you're supposed to be doing. You'll be more successful doing this. Okay? You're surrounded by haters. You're wondering why is it all these strangers are supporting me, but my friends don't. We just talked about some of this. We just talked about some of this. And here I am retouching on it again because it's such a powerful thing. I see a lot of people are dealing with it. It's not just me. I, yes, I am dealing with this right now as we speak. And I'm having to start to classify people. I didn't want to classify the way I'm classifying them. People I didn't know was like this. But my eyes, you see, discernment, discretion, the wisdom. I prayed to God that he would show me who's really for me, who's not. And it's just sad to say, man, 
the people I some of the, I ain't saying all of them, but some of the people I thought weren't not. But like I said in my last episode, I'm not gonna let three people ruin it for the other twenty seven who are putting it in, who are putting down. I'm not gonna let these three people t- take me out of my character. But you have to also become aware of these people. And then what you do is, depending on the nature of y'all's relationship, depending on what they bring to the table or not, or what they have to offer to you and what you're trying to do in your life, whether it's business, fitness, um, religion, spirituality, uh, financial, um, whatever you're trying to do, you're trying to stay off drugs, stay off alcohol, whatever, stop having sex as much, stop being a hoe. If you try, whatever you're trying to do, you might have to either cut them off or classify them. It's time to get them some classification. All right. It's time to get them some classification and put them in the right dorm. Just like in jail. You go to jail and they ask you, are you Christian? Are you gay? Are you, you know, they're looking at your crime. And then based on that, they put you in whatever dorm you're supposed to go. They are no longer in most jails, county jails, at least in prisons. Just throw niggas anywhere. Now they, okay. He's a blood. He's, he's gay. He put them over there. All right. That's how they do it. That's how you got to do it in real life too. It's time to start classifying people. Jobs do it. Um, Jails do it. Um, all kind of infrastructures do it. Churches do it. They classify people. You know, she's real strong. We're gonna have her be the. We're gonna have her running the running this. You know, he's 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 really good at being calm and guiding people. He's really firm. He's gonna be a deacon. She gonna teach Sunday school. You gonna run the choir. You gonna run the uh the the teen the the youth teen program because you come from that. You know what I'm saying? And you gonna be my my assistant pastor when I can't preach or when I I don't want to preach or when I'm sick. You gonna get on that stage and you gonna do your thing. So come on with me. We gonna we gonna study this Bible together. That's what people do. That's what it's time to start doing in your life. Because people, if you look in their eyes and they talk to you. They, 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 they're, they're, they, they, they're, they love you. They're attracted to you, but they're disgusted and they're attracted to you because you're a constant reminder of everything that they're not doing. You have come out of your shell. You have come out of the pits. You have dragged yourself from the depths of hell, from the bottomless pit, smelling like sulfur and fire. Okay. You have come. You have rise from the ashes. You are a phoenix. Your legs are, your wings have spread. You are flying above their head. And let me tell you, they wish you would die. Because every time they look at you, you're a reminder like, wow, in three months, this man has got his body in shape. I've been doing keto diet for two years and I'm still fat as hell. I don't know who needs to hear this today, but if you've been on a weight loss journey for two years, it's been too long. It's time to stop being arrogant and learn to listen to people. Because you're not doing the right thing. It only takes between 90 to 180 days tops. I don't care who you are and how big you are. And if, it, if you can't do it in 90 to 180 days, it's time to go see a doctor. And I'm talking to people who actually do it. I ain't talking to a nigga who go to the gym once a week. I ain't talking to a nigga who has a good diet for three days out of the week and eats whatever he wants the rest. No, I'm talking to the nigga and the woman who's out there for real. And you've been doing this for two years and you ain't lost nothing. This ain't money. We ain't talking about a business that could take 10, 20 years. We ain't talking about spirituality that could take some people a whole lifetime. You know what I'm saying? We ain't talking about generational curses that sometimes take a lot of things to break. We ain't even talking about education. We're talking about a body, bro. The thing you wake up and go to sleep with 24-7. The one thing that you have all day, no matter where you are, I put you in a in a two by four cell in jail. I put you in hell, heaven, wherever you go, that body goes with you. We ain't talking about school you do for a couple hours. We ain't talking about a business you run for a couple hours. We ain't talking about, you know, spirituality. We're talking your body, bro. 
if you've been doing it for two years and you ain't lost no weight or you keep fluctuating, going back and forth, up and down, it's time for you to realize that your way of doing things just simply doesn't work. Maybe you should you should try something new. Now we're going to go into an ad right quick. Ooh, it feels so good outside. Come on, let's take some deep breaths together, guys. Okay, you have people that are looking at you and they just want, you know what they're doing? A lot of them. Have you ever noticed this? Have you ever had, let me ask y'all another question. Have y'all ever had a so-called friend who only talks to you when you're down? And they might be a great friend too. They you, they come pick you up. You don't lost your car. They say you lost your car. They come picking you up all the time now. And you ever had y'all just let's just keep it more general. Have y'all ever had a friend that only seems to be around when you are at your lowest point? They're never there on your rise up. They never there when you're doing great. And we're not just doing great, guys. Keep in mind, does it not always have to be determined by your financial status? It does not always have to be determined by your educational status or what you're doing with your career or your businesses that you're opening or running or anything like that. Doing good is just simply doing good. Okay, that's energy. You ever notice that? Let me tell you something. It's time to classify or cut off those people. They're what I call bottom dwellers. Okay, they are bottom dwellers. You ever heard the term misery loves company? Yeah. Okay. Have y'all ever seen people like that? Have y'all, y'all have any people in your life? Think about it. Think about it. Stop. Pause the video and listen and say, listen to that voice in your head. It's like, damn, John's like that. And you, and it's not like you guys go y'all separate ways when you start doing good either. No, you be calling them too. Hey man. Yeah. Finally got that car. got my car, man. What's up? What you trying to do this weekend? All of a sudden they busy. These niggas been free for the last 30 freaking weeks. This nigga been free every Saturday for 30 weeks now. Yeah, man. Um, yeah. Oh, or they hit you with this. My favorite one. Yo, um, hey, bro, hold on. Hey, bro, let me call you back right quick. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Hold on. I'm gonna call you back. That nigga hot. Let me tell you a little secret that you'll never know unless you put a camera in that nigga house. That nigga's hot. What? A car? I, I couldn't lose a car and get a car back. How does he... Let me go ahead and let you guys in on another major secret. And I had to learn this the hard way. I mean, I had to literally fall on my face with somebody that I considered a brother for years, for years. Don't ever think just because somebody is technically doing better than you, they can't be one of your biggest haters. I think it was Biggie who said your biggest hater is a rich hater. That's the worst hater you could have. Some of y'all have tried to classify or not classify, rationalize in your head that nah, could you it's come across your mind like damn, is they hating on me? Is they jealous of me? And then you start thinking like, nah, bro drive a Benz and lives in a a, a, a high-rise condo downtown. Like he lives in a freaking fishbowl. Like everywhere you turn in his house, you can see the city. Like pfft, I'm st- I'm in a two-bedroom apartment in the suburbs, in the outer suburbs, like driving a nice little decent little, you know, little little some some like a little, little nice a nice nissan right nissan's always a great car right little nissan right you know i got a nissan you know by the way uh like you know what i mean like you you know oh nah man he got he making you know two thousand dollars a day i'm making like two thousand dollars every two weeks or a week nice like, no way he's hating yes you know why because he fears you coming to his level because he knows he knows 
Once you get in them designer clothes, you look better in them designer clothes than he do. He knows when you go to the club and you got mad money, you're going to pull all the women that he's trying to pull. He's got to do all kind of weirdo shit. He needs money to pull women. He can't pull a woman without having money. He can't pull a woman without having a little hellcat outside. You really slick could do it without it. You just maybe just don't think you can. And because you don't have no confidence, that's why you're not pulling the women that you want. That's that's something. Now we talk more so to the fellas, but ladies, too. Ladies, too. Ladies, too, this message is for y'all, too. Y'all got some people in y'all life that's like that. Y'all thinking, oh, she got a fatter ass than me. She got more titties. Her nigga is 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 balling out of control, and he he's sexy. You know what I'm saying? He, she got more inches on her hair than me. She pretty. She get 20,000 likes on Instagram. She get 20,000 video, video views. She got... 50,000 followers like how could she be hating nah maybe she just and then you started blaming yourself that's where everybody messed up that's where I started maybe I just did this wrong maybe and I'm like hold on hold on hold on no 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 that nigga's a fucking hater that girl you're talking about is hating on you and she's gonna be your worst hater because she actually can actually do something about her hatred see the, the, the little broke nigga hating on you he ain't nobody he ain't nobody unless you go and get in his face he ain't no need yet you go get you go around him you give him power he could kill you. Haters will kill you. If they get the chance, a hater will kill you, bro, straight up. I don't care if it's your best friend you grew up with or none of that. Mind you, let me mind y'all something real quick before we go any further. A lot of y'all forget your best friend, your friends are people that you met due to wherever your hell, due, excuse me, my bad, due to wherever the hell your mama decided to raise you at. Y'all are only friends based off of geographic location and time. That's it. Naturally, y'all probably would have never hung out with each other. <laughs> Naturally, this is keeping it real. Y'all only friends because y'all grew up. That, that my day one from the sandbox. Yeah, because your mom lived on 23rd and his mom lived on 24th. Like, or she lived on 23rd too. That's why y'all are friends. That's it. There's nothing more, nothing less. Now y'all are older. You wonder why this nigga set you up to get robbed. You wonder why this nigga's trying to have sex with your girl all of a sudden. You wonder why this girl hating on you. You wonder why she let you get jumped at the club. Whatever the case may be, that's because... She's not, she's, she's, she's grown to realize that, you know, before you did, that's all, you know, F this bitch, we 25 now, you know what I'm saying? We don't have to be, we don't have to see each other no more. I ain't got to get off the school bus with you every day and be in class with you every day. Like, screw her. I need this, I need this shine right quick. I need this clout. I need this money. And she's a snake for hers. You know what I'm saying? I tell you all the time, I could have been, been rich if I was a snake. If I would have ran off on all the plugs I had when I was in the streets, like I could have been rich. I ain't say wealthy now. I said rich. For all y'all talking about, some, how you gonna get rich? Yeah, I would have been rich. I would have been rich. All right. So listen to me. You you guys have a lot of different personalities around you, and I'm here to tell you that maybe go back to my last episode. You'll see it. Maybe the people that you are considering friends. You need to stop considering them your friends or at least move them to the outer circle. Let them be the people that you talk to when they talk to you. Stop talking to them. Stop calling them. Stop messaging them. Stop sending them little gifts and and, and little memes and stuff like that you think they can relate to. You know what I'm saying? Stop. Stop that. Stop that. Because I promise you, if you look hard enough, they're responding in different ways to other people. I don't know why specifically they're hating on you. Now, that I can't tell you. But usually, let me tell you something else for y'all who understand spirituality 
I don't care how good you think you mix and mingle and how much you think you have in common with somebody based on the surface level, the 4D level of life. Okay, once you go into the fifth and sixth dimension, all right, and you go into different dimensions, y'all spirits clash. And if you really pay attention, you'll notice that even when you guys were stuck in the same geographic location, y'all spirits have always clashed. If you really sit back and look at a lot of your friends right now that you're considering as you listen to my episode, They've always been a hater of yours. They've always slick hated on you. You just had so much blind and naive love for them that you didn't realize it. And maybe you have realized it, but you just pushed it to the back of your mind because you didn't want to believe that they could hate on you. Maybe because they were what you would think was greater than you. What you got to understand is some people, they love having somebody under them. You can be as good as you can be, but you got to stay right here. You can't. When I say right here, I want you to hold your arm up like you're like you're making a cross with your body. Okay, you can't come up to eye to eye with them. You can't look them in their face. You can't be eye to eye with these people. These people are going to find ways to try to destroy you. These people are going to try to find ways to try to bring you down. They're going to, every single time you come with an idea, they're going to try to send you another way. Yeah, I got friends like that too. Every time you come with an idea, they're trying to send you this way. You're trying to go to the right, they want to send you to the left. Nah, man. They, 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 they do stuff like that because they're intimidated by you. They're scared. You are a reminder of, they're like, wow, how is he coming up like this? Some of them are just jealous of your, of your success in a sense of, it may have took them so much. They might have had to do so much shady bullshit to get where they are. And you're getting it genuinely. Y'all don't hear me, though. They had to go out there and snake out their friends. They had to go out there and, and, and do all kind of weirdo shit. Why do you think they keep calling your phone? They ain't got no friends no more. Y'all ever had a nigga like that in your life, too? All of a sudden, you just like, you just like damn, does he like me or something? Like You know what I'm saying? What the hell does this nigga keep calling me for? He never used to come hang out with me like this. He done ran through all his friends. They, they done learn. They done learned about him way long, way, way before you. You about to. You know what I'm saying? So what y'all got to understand is that like a lot of a lot of us are dealing with this right now. Your spirit is probably not not mixing in with them. Your your spirit is trying to keep you away from them, and their spirit is trying to destroy you. Their spirit literally hates you. For y'all who believe in like reincarnation, y'all probably slick used to be ops back in the day. In y'all past life. Or when y'all was up in the heavenly realms and y'all were just spirits, y'all were just souls floating around, y'all were the souls that didn't mix and mingle too well. Straight up. Now God has sent y'all both here, y'all somehow, some way connected in life for a test. The test is really on you. He's, he's going to always be a dub. He's always going to be a snake. He's always going to find himself back into the depths of hell. The test is going to see, are you going to go to hell with him? Are you going to allow him drag you to hell? You see what I'm saying? That's why it's time to either cut them off or classify them. That's now that's for your discretion to be made. That's for you to sit there and use your spirit of discernment to understand. Use your wisdom to guide you through this path of dealing with these people, because the people in your life are important. The people that you decide to spend most of your time thinking about, the people that you give your energy to, the people that you spend most of your time talking to or letting talk to you, the people that you go and spend quality time of your day. Remember, we all have one day at a time in this life. Tomorrow's not promised. Half of today isn't promised. Hell, the next five minutes ain't promised. So the people you decide to go spend your quality time, because your time is quality. Don't ever let anybody tell you otherwise. I don't care how broke you are. I don't care how sad you are, how fat you are, how short you are. I don't care what race you are. I don't care about your sexuality. I don't care what religious preference you have or spiritual preference you have. Let me tell you something. I don't care about your background, your education status, your career status. I don't care about none of that. Your time is always 
of quality. Okay, so the people you spend your quality time with, all that is going to make a difference in the long run. All of it, I promise you that. You need to get what you came to get and go with some people because some of these people, I'm telling you, they're waiting to see you fall again. They're waiting to see you stay down. They don't want to see you up. They sit on your page. They come in your life and they just look. That's all they freaking do. They don't offer you nothing. And then you got the ones who are really smart and clever with it. And what they'll do is they'll come to you when you're sad. They'll come to you, you know, after your boyfriend or your girlfriend and cheated on you or beat you up. They'll come to you when you just got out of jail or when you're in jail. They'll come to you when you're broke. They'll come to you when you're unemployed. They'll come to you when you just had a child and, and you don't know what to do. They'll come to you when you just lost a car. They'll come to you when you're homeless and you're bouncing around from couch to couch or even, God forbid, sleeping outside. Y'all don't hear me though. They'll come to you when you when you're on drugs. As soon as you start to get right, they fade away. You gotta watch out for people like that. And some of the people are genuine. And and they those are the type of people who just don't know how to be anything but a comforter. Somebody to be there for you when you're down. Some of the people, they're there because they get such a joy out of it. I guarantee you, get on your feet, you start doing good. Look at how they look at you. Look in their eyes. The eyes don't lie. The mouth can say a million things. That smile, people can smile. The arms, they lie. Let me tell you something. That chest, they lie. Y'all got to start to learn. I don't. You don't have to go to school to do this anymore. You can learn a lot of this on YouTube and through books and through just life, man. Most of this I learned just from life. Live life, man. Like, stop. Get out that shell. Stop being a hermit crab. Live life. Okay? That's how you, gonna, that's how you become wise is living life. Failing. Making mistakes. Stop being so scared to fall. When you look at these guys riding these BMX bikes and they popping all these wheelies and they crip walking on the goddamn seat and you see these these dudes doing all these skateboard moves, yummy, yeah, it looks cool, it looks real easy when they do it, they do it with such a such an ease to it, right? So comfortable, so so convenient to them, right? But what y'all don't realize, they had to fall, bust their ass, break their arms, break you know you know what I mean? Look at it, this this guy, man. Um I just came across him. He's amazing with the bike. I love watching the bike riders, man. I, I wish I could get into that, but I ain't gonna lie. I'm scared. You know what I'm saying? The his, I think his name is Leaky from New York. He, you watch that man do them things, man. You like, man, I'm gonna go get on a bike tomorrow and try that shit. Yeah, you go ahead and try it. But, but you know, one thing I've learned from watching the bike riders, because I, I, I'm really into the bike life thing, especially here in Atlanta. You know, one thing I've learned is that the key to it is composure. If you start shaking and baking, you're going you gonna to mess up. And that can cost you your life or somebody else. You know what I'm saying? Like around you. That man said that he done been hit by a cab. He said, he said for a whole year and a half, he couldn't um, feel the left side of his face. He couldn't activate the left side of his face. That's what it took for him to become that guy you see standing on a bike doing dance moves, taking selfies with a girl in the, in the front. Come on, man. That's how he became that guy. Like, you skaters, Tony Hawk, you know what You know any bones Tony Hawk probably broke to become the Tony Hawk you see now? It's the same thing. It's the same thing in life. It's the same thing in anything you do. All right? So, fail. Jump. Fall. Break a leg. You know what I'm saying? You ain't never going to learn how or what not to do until you try it. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, you, you know, like I said earlier, like... Most people that we see that we will call a loser, they're not losers. They just never, they never, they never really played the game. That's it. That's it. You know what I'm saying? Because nine out of ten times, if you play the game long enough, you'll eventually win. That's a promise. You know what I'm saying? Nine out, nine out of ten. You might just be unfortunate that one. But for the most part, you play the game long enough, you will win. You keep putting in. You keep getting better. 
You have to also see progress. That's what your haters, that's what your so-called friends that you call your friends, these people you've disrespected your parents for. Yeah, you've done it. You probably didn't call, call them bad names, but you didn't left the house when you weren't supposed to leave the house, stuff like that, lied to them. Mom, you don't know what you're talking about. They do mess with me all the day. I used to tell my mom that about one of my friends. That same friend turned his back on me for no reason. You know why he turned his back on me? Because I came home in 2019, and I'm not saying this in a boastful way. I'm not saying this in a boastful way. It's just a fact. And I did, I did in one month what he still hadn't done in two years from when he had came home. I didn't understand why he was hating on me because I always thanked him for all the help he gave me that got me there. And I also, you know, never stopped being his friend, never stopped being a brother to him. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't understand why he would hate on me. And I tried to rationalize it and I tried to blame myself. And I started to realize, no, bro, just as a hater. Then I started to think clear. Sometimes you got to get away from people. You got to pull away from people to be able to see the bigger picture, right? When you stand up close to something, you can't see the whole picture, right? If you walk up to the TV, you're going to see only what you can see, right? You step back, you see the whole, the whole box, and the wall behind it, right or wrong. So, you know, when I stepped back, I started to notice, wait a minute, this nigga's a natural hater. He used to hate on this nigga. He used to hate on this nigga. He used to hate on that nigga. He done hated on his own sister. He done hated on this one. I remember one time he told me this about that nigga, and you never noticed, and now you starting to realize, like, wait a minute, it's not even a personal thing. This nigga just don't like to see people do good, bro, unless he is the one spoon-feeding them to do it. And you, you damn near sucking his dick afterwards. Like, yes, thank you so much, man. It was, if you didn't, all of that. And that's when I started to notice, man, that a lot of people around me are just, they're just vultures. You know what a vulture does? A vulture sits in the branches and fly, or flies around in circles, waited. When they see a lion prowling on a gazelle, let me tell you what a vulture does, man. Let me tell you what a vulture does. The vultures, they fly around the circle. Go to Africa, you'll see. The, they see the, the vultures, or watch the, watch the little animal channel, you'll see. They fly around in a little circle. They flying around. Look at the vulture. Look at the vulture. Oh, look, they, oh, they calling their friends now. Hey, man, it's gonna go down. Y'all niggas better come over here, man. Hey, pull up. For real? What's what going on? A lion and a gazelle. Oh, nigga, I'm pulling up. Where you at? We over to Sahara, nigga. Pull up, nigga. Hurry up. We over to Serengeti, nigga. Pull up. Yo, we over here by, by, yo, we over here in, in King Tut. Yo, pull up, nigga. All right. They flying. Woo, They flying around. And then, bam. They wait for all the action to go down. And as soon as the carcass is left and the carnage is done, the carnage is complete, they swoop down and they get to eating all, all the leftovers lying left. That's what vultures do. And I, I started to know that I have a lot of vultures and wolves in my life. You know, a wolf, the wolves are the ones that move in a pack. So you got to really be careful for those ones. Some of y'all have groups of friends. And y'all think you are the loved one and you're the one. And these friends hate you. These friends low-key despise you. You are a constant reminder of everything that they wish they could be. You, They don't want to see you come up because they know once you come up, you're going to really be the one one. They can just look at you. People see potential all the time, man. Even losers, lames, bums, they see potential in people. They can see like, yo, if that nigga was to get in shape, if that nigga had some money, if that nigga was fly, if that nigga organized his thoughts, he's going to be a unstoppable monster out here. These girls, ladies, ladies, my ladies, I love y'all. Y'all need to get away from some of them hoes. I'm telling you, get away from some of them bitches because they sitting there looking at you just like that. Man, that girl go out there and lose that waist. That girl keep growing that hair. She keep using all that, that coconut oil and all that good shit. Yeah, she keep walking in that sun. She keep going out there and getting happy. If she find the right man, if she find some better friends than us, yeah. Yeah, let's go there. 
Let's go there. Let's go there. Yeah, if she finds some better friends than us, we ain't going to be shit. And she going to be hosting the party and we won't be able to get in. When I say hosting the party, that could be that could be literally or it could be figuratively. But you will be the host of the party and they won't be able to get in the door. Y'all should go watch this show, um, Dear White People. They was treating uh, the brown skin girl Coco like shit. She was trying to join a little fraternity. They was treating her like, I mean, not fraternity, sorority. They was treating her like, matter of fact, we're going to call it a fraternity because they was acting like some niggas. They were treating her like shit. Then they come to the party. She at the party. She upstairs. They like, um, they trying to get in the party. They're like, Coco, girl, you know what? Come, to, come down here and tell them let us in the party. Coco said, okay, I'm coming. Coco went downstairs, opened the door and closed it on their ass. That's going to be you. But I'm I'm here to give you some good advice. Now now I have to come to, I have to come at y'all from my Christian perspective right quick. And I have to tell you that's not what you're gonna do. Don't do that. My motto in life now is I want to help everyone who helped me and everyone who hurt me. When those people when them when them when them tables turn, when those tables turn, now I'm not telling you, you don't go out your way. You don't go out your way and you don't skip over your real friends and your real supporters and your real family to do so. But if you have a little leg room and you can shake a little leg, you do not sit up there and turn your back on them people. Don't sit up there and try to shit on them and try to treat them the way they treated you or none of that. You stay just as humble as you are right now while you're going to the gym. Just as humble as you are right now when you're going to class. Just as humble as you are right now when you go to work every day. Just as humble as you are right now when you're developing these... um these apps ideas or whatever it is that you're doing you developing apps you out there writing up different um coding you doing coding whatever you're doing you trying to get into the forex you you making a little fifty dollars here a little hundred dollars there you know what i'm saying whatever it is you're doing you stay humble and when you're making the thousands of dollars a day doing the forex when you when you sell that app and you start making money off ads and you sell that app and you make thousands of millions of dollars when you get in shape and you the bomb.com and you got a summer body all year long do y'all hear me can I get an amen? Hello. I know I'm talking to somebody right now. I know somebody hear me right now. I know you. Come on, let's jump together. Come on, let's jump for joy, baby. Let's get in this energy. Let's raise these vibrations. Come on now. Come on now. Get up off your ass. Come on now. Turn this shit up, nigga. Turn this shit up. Okay? Let me tell you something. When you, when you, <laughs> whoo, whoo, hmm. Y'all don't hear me, though. <laughs> Come on. Come on with it, man. I'm, I'm outside. I'm turt. I'm going to eat me some mango. You know what I'm saying? I got me some mango. I just bought a nine-pound jackfruit. I'm lit. Okay? I got dragon fruit. I got a nine-pound jackfruit in the house. That thing cost me $11. All right? A lamb. A whole lamb. You hear me? Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. When you got that summer body all year long, baby girl, when them inches start to grow and flow, do you hear me? And you don't need to weave no more. Come on, can I get an amen? Huh, huh. When you got a man the same color as tan, six feet tall, and, and everything around him expands. Let me tell you something, baby girl. You're going to walk. <laughs> you're going to step in them red bottoms with all them bitches blood at the bottom. Do you hear me? When that ass gets fat, but it's still firm. <laughs> you come on now, come on now, come on, come on, baby girl. Let that melanin flow. Let them bum ass niggas go. Let them bum ass bitches go. Let, let let them all know. Let it all show. When you come on, fellas, fellas, yeah. 
when you shred it like cheese, when you're ripped like a bag of chips, huh? When you got pecs and not man tits, when you walk around, yeah, I'm gonna tell you what's gonna happen too. Trust me, I've done seen it happen to me. When you get real happy, your dick just sits like Big Daddy all day long. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something when you're benching 400 or better, huh? When you're doing at least 10 pull-ups every time you get up there. Let me tell you something. When you you stay humble and folks come to you, hey, what up? Hey, big head. Yeah, what are they going to do? Hit you with the hey, big head. You say, hey, little head. What's up? They're going to be like, huh? Anyway, what you doing tonight? Going out. Studying, staying in, whatever it is you're doing, doing push-ups, sit-ups, I don't know, something, right? Smoking weed, whatever it is you do, taking a couple shots. Like I said, you don't. I'm not, I'm not saying be their best friend. The Bible don't say that. I'm not saying be their best friend, but just don't shit on them. Don't block your blessings for that for that lame. All right, they, they're there because they remember how they treated you. But don't let them think you're weak either, because that's why they're there. They think, huh? This nigga, I'm going to go just, you know, show a little ass and he going he gonna to bite me over. So can I pull up? Nah. Or fellas, if, if it's a girl that you, you used to want to smash, man, go ahead and knock that off the list right quick. Man, man, tap that ass too. And then dub that bitch straight up. Tell him, tell him, tell him you're big or little, whatever I am to you, brother. Tommy V told you to do so. Make sure you wrap up though. You don't you don't need that hold no baby mom. Make sure you wrap it up. Honestly, I would I personally personally would tell you don't have sex with it. But I understand I understand because I've been there before. I remember the the grand feeling of smashing a girl from high school I always wanted to smash. And I'm not even gonna lie to y'all. I'm gonna keep it all in one hundred with y'all. It was some of the best pussy I ever had. It was definitely in my top ten of all the pussies I've ever had. Definitely top ten. And she had a boyfriend when she pulled up. And she's still with a nigga. Okay? Let me tell you something. And she got like three, four kids now. Right? Like, I felt on top of the world. I'm like, I finally knocked down blank. I ain't gonna say her name. I finally knocked that thing down. You know what I'm saying? Uh, And, and, um, you know, fellas, ladies, you know, that guy who never wanted to talk to you in high school come through. I'm not saying to to go give him some ass if that's what you want to do. Go do it. But what I'm saying is that when people come back, don't shit on them. That's all I'm telling you. What you decide to do and not do and what you're going to, how you will and will not let them back into your life or, or your energy. Mind you, always protect your energy. Is up to you to be wise enough to make the, the right decisions and right choices. There are there's a difference between decisions and choices. Y'all know the difference between decisions and choices, right? Not we don't have to go there, Dan. Okay, so it's up to you to make the right decisions and choices. However, I will say this: you have to get to a point where you're not looking to hurt people. Don't ever let. I mean, I know it can be a great motivational driving force. I hear this a lot and I used to be like this a lot and I'm still kind of like this. I'm not even going to lie to y'all guys. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not fully out of this stage. I'm not. I've seen a lot of people, their driving force is to shit on people. Their driving force is to, or not even always shit on people, but just to prove people wrong. Do the things in life that you want to do because you want to do them. Because I'm going to tell you the problem with letting that be the driving force. I'm going to tell you the real true problem. You lose focus. 
You see, you started off, uh, yeah, yeah, listen to me now. Hold on now. You started off wanting to get in shape. We're going to use getting in shape because that's something very common, right? I think all of us want to get in a better shape or maintain a better shape. We, you started off wanting to get in shape because you just really was like, I want to get in shape, man. I want all the benefits of being in shape, right? Now it's just this person. And you start to, once again, a lot, a lot of us tend to do. You ignore the 27 to focus on the three who don't even deserve your attention. You're not doing it for the right reasons. You will not, I promise you, you will not end up in the right place. You're not going to end up in the right. You always have to remember why you're doing things. That's why one thing about me, I'm a very nostalgic person. Sometimes I like to go to the places where I did start doing whatever that thing is. Like, for example, I do music, you know, and I'm about to start taking it more serious eventually. I know. I know. But I like to go to the places where I first really made the real choice to actually, yo, why is that plane so low? I'm not even on the south. Yo, that plane is not supposed to be that low. Oh, there's another one. Oh my God, Lord, please tell me there's something bad not about to happen. Those planes are not supposed to be that low. Guys, normally I'm on the south side of Atlanta. Planes fly low all the time. You know what I'm saying? You could probably look out the plane window and see me. You know what I mean? Like the plane be that low because we right by the airport. I am at least 35 to 40 miles from the airport. And and let me think. Hold on. Let me think here. Those planes are not flying in the direction of the airport. That's not cool. Those planes, and it was two of them. They look like jets, like fighter jets. Those planes are not supposed to be that low. Anyways, like... I thought they were finna crash into me. I thought it it, it was it. We was all gonna die on raw sex radio. It's brazy. But check this out though. You have haters around you, and it's time for you to look and see who these people are. And and you know what? Some of them, that's all they are is just haters. You know, they just they just naturally just haters. They just hate on everything. They just haters. They don't want to admit it. Blah 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 blah. They're haters. Okay. They probably don't hate on nobody but you, honestly. They probably support everything and anything else. Why do they hate on you then? Once again, let's go back over it because we want to keep this episode kind of short. Spirits not mixing and mingling the right way, all right? You were naturally reminding them of all the things they did wrong or, you know, their lack of ambition or their lack of direction, their lack of having any real set goals in life. They know that your goals are multi-million dollar goals. Your goals are epic. Their goals are mediocre. All right. And they're still not reaching them. All right. Things like that. They don't want to see you come up to where they are because they know you're going to do it bigger and better and better, baby. <laughs> Y'all don't hear me, honey. Come on, honey. Listen to me, honey bun. You, 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 you're going to do it bigger, better and better than they ever did it. And that they'll ever do it. That's why they sitting there looking at you like that. That's why they they say one thing out of their mouth. But if you look at their eyes, their eyes tell you, man, I'm hating on this nigga, man. I'm hating on this woman. And they're disgusted with themselves. Some people don't know. And some people simply just don't know where they stand. They want to. They, they really don't know. Like, 
if they should remain your friend and keep loving you or hate on you and just go on it, snake you out somehow, slime you out, sell you up, sell you up the river. I think that's the right term for it. Sell you, send you up the river, sell you. I've heard somebody say something like that before. Sell you up the river. You know what I'm saying? Shout out, shout out. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, it's your boy Tommy V of Raw Sex. I hope this has been very informative. I hope that you've found some enlightenment. I hope that you are going to take these words serious. You're going to go into your life now. We've been talking about this lately on the station now. Because trust me, I know a lot of people are dealing with it. I keep seeing it. If it was just me, I would feel like, okay, whatever. But I thought it was just me. But I keep seeing other people. And I know these people. And I'm like, hey, he dealing with the same thing over there? Then I keep running into like the universe. Keep bringing me into these videos. Is that a Hellcat? No, they ain't no Hellcat. They ain't got no kitty. That's a regular. You know what I'm saying? They, they keep bringing me into these videos that keep talking about the same thing. They keep bringing me into this, into the, uh, into these videos that keep talking about the same stuff. They keep saying the same thing, and it's like, man. So this is a phenomenon going on all, all, all around, all, all across the globe, but especially in America and Westernized um, countries, which these days almost every country is Westernized, if you ask me. But whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like this is what's going on. People are really dealing with this. Seriously, they're really sitting there questioning, like, oh, why I got people around me that just weird, bro, like that. They just act so funny and fake and all this, and you know, they 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 they're there when this is going on, but they're not here when this is going on. You know, what I'm saying they they. Here's another thing before we go: the people who have so much energy with negative news and none for positive news. They scream and gasp and everything when there's something negative going on, but they never clap. For you when you do something good or when good things happen to you. It's your boy Tommy V of Raw Sex, man. Keep your eyes open, keep your head on a swivel, keep your big fat mouth closed, and keep them ears open, alright? And keep them eyes open and look into people's eyes when they talk to you. See, look into their eyes, man. Watch their body language. When they quote unquote congratulating you or telling you you doing good or or trying to give you advice or as they call it advice, y'all ever did something really really good and you know it's good too. Let me let's let, I I know I keep closing the episode down, but y'all ever did something that was really good and you know it was good, man. You know the quality was good. Other people have even confirmed and validated it. You've judged it with an objective perspective. Therefore, you gave yourself an actual legitimate grading on whatever it is that you've done or you or you or you did in this in this whether it was music or a video or whatever it is that you did and you sent it and everybody else is like man i ain't gonna lie bro you you kind of outdid yourself on this one this this one this one gonna go but then you said it to eddie eddie's ass or you sent it to christina's ass and they just find something wrong with it. And if they just can't find nothing wrong with it, they'll just make some shit up. And if they can't make some shit up because it's just that crispy. I just had to jump. I'm on my tippy toes. If they just if they can't make some shit because it's just that crispy clean. Not crispy cream. No, for your hungry fat ass. Crispy clean. Okay? If they can't even make nothing up. They just kind of hit you with a little emoji. <laughs> Y'all know what I'm talking about. Y'all know what I'm talking about. You know you've been there, especially especially my people who do music or art or anything like creative, right? Artsy, right? You know you've been there. They hit you with a little 100 emoji. Or, or the, here's, here's the one where they, they can't even help it. 
This is how you know when you got a real hate in your life, when they can't even help it, my nigga. They, I mean, this nigga can't even, yo, he, you couldn't pay him to give you a congratulations or give you a compliment. Yo, he, here's what they do, especially on the gram, when you, send, when you DM him to him, they double tap it. <laughs> they double tap it. They can't even bring themselves to even, some people can't even do that. They, they gotta just, they, they just leave your ass on red. And you hit him up like a couple weeks later, a couple days later by something else. Oh, what's up, man? Oh, you ain't heard my song, bro, I sent you? Or you watched my new uh, little skit I did on TikTok, boy? Hey, that thing going up, boy. They, uh, yeah, uh, I ain't even see it, bro. Or they, or they, yeah, yeah, I saw it, but, you know, you got to just do this better. I caught somebody one time, and some of y'all probably can relate to it about this. I caught somebody one time lying. They going to sit up there and tell me something about, something I sent them, right? And this is how I knew I need to cut this nigga off. He made up some shit based on an assumption. I don't know if this assumption was based on something I may have done in the past in one of my content or something that he just assumed people do when they ain't really got much money and they're making the content with cheaper equipment or whatever like that. And I was like, this is how I know. And I told him. I called him. I said, this is how I know. You ain't even listen to it. That didn't happen. That didn't happen. Bro didn't have nothing to say, bro. He had nothing to say. I just was like, I left it at that. I think I said one more thing to him. I forgot what I said. I didn't cuss him out. Or I said one more thing to him. And I just never spoke to that brother again. I caught him. I caught him. I caught you. And I, I, and I always knew he was a hater. I knew it, but I just wanted to. I just wanted to catch him, bro. I just wanted proof. I wanted to prove to myself, so I, I, I wasn't missing out on a good friend, a good resource. You know, like they say, it's not what it's not always what you know, but who. I, I, I wanted to make sure he wasn't a who. I was. I wanted to make sure he wasn't a who. Y'all don't hear me though. I, you know. So, you know what I'm saying. I, I wanted to make sure he wasn't a who. So I. I, I, I said I'm gonna send him this one this time. Let's see what he say this time. He always got something to say. He always has something to say. Oh, you was going too fast. Uh, you know, you should talk about this more. Blah, blah, just something. And that's how a lot of them disguise it, bro. They'll disguise it with these nice compliments, or these nice critiques. Like, bro, you smarter than that. They like to hit you with that one. You know more word. Your vocabulary is more expanded than that. Bro, you actually went to school. That's my favorite one. Yo, you, 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 you're really from the, over there. You should, come on, man. They try to hit you with those compliments, make you feel good. Like, yeah, okay, he's not hating. That nigga's a hater, bro. You got to learn when people are critiquing you and people are giving you advice or some people just don't know what they're talking about or people are just in a bad mood and when you're just dealing with a fucking hater. Sometimes everybody not a hater, but some people just in a bad mood. They got other stuff going on. They're not really focused on listening to your music or your video or watching your little workout video or nothing, reading your book or nothing like that. You know, some people, whatever. You know what I'm saying? But like, you got to see it. Here's another thing. Y'all ever done did something and your friend critique it and, and or doesn't want to listen to it or whatever like that um, or anything like that or whatever it is. But then they'll come and show you somebody who did the same exact thing or you'll catch them liking or sharing or whatever. The same exact thing. That person's a hater. Sometimes in life, and I'm going to leave it at this, guys. Your biggest haters are going to be the people closest to you. It's your boy Tommy V of Raw Sex, and I'm out.